Absolutely. Uh, shout out to the Boca podcast um, with Nathan. I was on there on woo, Monday. First of all, his podcast is way more organized than this shit. <laughs> and my photography podcast. He was like way more organized. He was ready. He had great questions. I'm like, damn, we be on here. And Mike allowed me to call y'all out y'all name, um, <laughs> which is totally Mike's fault. I was glad to hear that you accepted responsibility for leading me down the wrong path. I did not lead you down the wrong path. I corrected your path. Y'all see how men are, man. Now I see how men be gaslighting y'all ladies out there. <laughs> which got it. I hope we end that word in 2023. Um, you know what? The last podcast of this year, we need to do thank yous and what the hell we don't want to see no more in 2023. Well, if if we tell them what we don't want to see, I don't think we're going to see is more of it. So I don't know. I want to keep it a secret. I'm going to let y'all MFers know. Um, but I do want to thank Nathan because you know, once again, hearing me, maybe this is narcissistic. I don't know. But here go me thinking, yo, I'm on a photography podcast. <laughs> Bruh, no, I'm a podcaster. And I'm telling him, like, what I love about his podcast. You know what I'm saying? He's like, oh, thanks, man. I really love yours. You know, I just love the angle that you guys take about fathers and black fathers. Mind you, this is a white guy. And he's like, I was still able to listen and I just felt like I was just in the room and I was at the barbershop with you guys. And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, I'm looking confused. I'm like, like, Bro, this is a photography this union. This we got photography. <laughs> he was like, nah, dad supersede that. One thing he's talked about, and I told him off air, um, I appreciated it because you taught me this very early. You got to apologize to your kids. Yes. And he talked about, like, learning that as a young dad. Um, he had his child, I think, like, 22, something around there. And he was like, yo, you know, I have a son now who's in college. And he said, Still to this day, I'm still apologizing to him for certain, you know. Absolutely, like, because, I mean, we don't, for one, we want to feel love, right? So mm -hmm. Part of feeling love is feeling appreciated. So, you know, like, I, like I, the reason why I know to do that is because the one time in my life <laughs> my father apologized to me, it was only one, yeah. right? <laughs> but it, it felt good. It was just like, yeah, you were wrong. <laughs> you know, and it was just, but, you know, for him to acknowledge that, I was like, all right. You know, bet, right? But then, like, that feeling that I had, I was like, you know what? I want to make sure when I have kids that if I'm wrong, that they get that feeling, mm. you know, all the time. Because that part of being a good parent, man, like, you you have to want to be a good parent. And part of the problem that we have right now in our culture is people are becoming parents that have no intentions of being parents. They never thought they was going to be a parent. Oh, Men yeah. and women. Yeah. Right? So when they become parents, they don't really like it. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, shout out to y'all who went back to hiding y'all kids since, you know, they not in the home no more with the pandemic. You know, at the pandemic, a lot of the birds was at home with their kids and we found out y'all <laughs> had they, kids. Yeah, we found out that they were mamas. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, just yeah. like, damn. But now y'all didn't fix that. Y'all didn't correct that. Yeah, the kids um, back with their dads now. One thing, you know, it's funny this morning I was talking to my sister and uh, I don't even know if I should admit this, but fuck it, we're here now. And she was, uh, she was talking about you know, my sister love on our videos. First of all, my sister keep asking when she come on. And I um, I tell <laughs> my on, man. I tell my sister, she can my youngest sister can come, my younger and only sister. But I'm gonna say the youngest for the sake of this. My youngest sister can come on when Mike's youngest sister can come on. We have four <laughs> seats, all four of us can sit here and have a powwow. Hey man, we would have a good time. You want you want you want my baby you don't want my baby sister on because she's actually probably gonna agree with me. Absolutely. You want you want the one that's not gonna agree with me on. I actually have a sister that I'm pretty sure is a feminist. Like we get into it. Like we get <laughs> She is my it. favorite out of the four. She, she is. is not a feminist, I don't believe. I will reach yeah. out and ask her. She's uh, super, super she's super smart. Super educated. Super. I'm so proud of her, man. Like my Who the smartest out of all y'all for all four y'all? Uh me is me. <laughs> Sometimes when you throw your boy to Allie, you know he gonna dunk it. Yeah, you know I couldn't even avoid that. I, I I was gonna be, I was gonna like lie for a sec and say somebody else, but yeah, it's me. <laughs> I love my siblings though. Look, <laughs> welcome to the Black Dads Club. Welcome to the Black Dads Club. But nah, seriously, um, it's one of those things. Damn, I forgot what was going. But anyway, welcome to the Black Dads Club. We already gave y'all the tip of the week. Apologize to your kids. Yes, and follow us on all platforms. Please. Hey, because a lot of y'all are watching us, and they're not giving us credit for our watches. Facts. So please follow us on Spotify if you're listening there. Follow us on Anchor, I iTunes, mm -hmm. Anchor, Google. YouTube. Like, please subscribe and follow us because we want to blow up. Because if we blow up, then this becomes even more exciting. Because a better pod. Oh, I knew what I was going to say. 
My sister loves commenting under all of our videos. We love the simps. Yes. And today, she was complaining about her man, right? She oh. was telling me about her man. Oh, and say so, more. So, oh, say more. Say I told, more. I had to figure out a way to clean this up yeah. so I don't get cussed out, right? You worried about my wife cussing me out. I'm worried about my sister. Um, so, look, um, I'm talking to her, and she's complaining about a dude. I said, no, 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 you like simps. This is what comes with it. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. This, this comes with, like, when, when you get to tell them what to do, and they and they just pay for everything. Yeah. You, you're you going to have to deal with the, the, the emotional bullshit that, come that with, comes with dating simps. And, but, and that's the problem, right? They want they want the man that can handle them emotionally, mm -hmm. right? Because I'm not going to handle you physically, and I'm not going to handle you financially. Like, But emotionally, <laughs> that is my job to take care of you. Uh -huh. they, so they want the man that can do that, but then they can get that guy they can manipulate that guy into doing whatever they want to do whenever they want to do it. And it just, it never fucking works. You just give it time. Like, look, seriously, like, you can just look at it and yeah. just give it time. Like, I like I, I told y'all when a certain, when a certain um gender joined an, another organization, I told y'all it was a matter of time before everything came about, came only about them. I'm putting my feet to the fire. What gender and what organization? Not talk. Not gonna say it. Not gonna cast, Mike, it, not gonna cast me this early. But you listen, and you know what I'm talking about. When a certain gender joined a certain a certain association, it became all about them. It was a matter of time. How many times do we? How many times do we need to see them do this? Uh, they did it with the barbershop. Yeah. Closing stores. Yes. Uh, where us women came in and just ruined. Thing. Uh, um, I say they ruin it's just that they they're cigar out of lounges. place. You, you mean you, you're they, out of place, right? Like if you park a monster truck into you know the front of a hotel, it's out of place. It just it doesn't fit. Yo, y'all had me weak when y'all started making them put hookahs in the cigar lounges. I knew it was a wrap. Yeah, it was a wrap. It's a wrap. Like you have to fight. You have to fight it off. You gotta be like, yo, <laughs> yo. I was like, yo, the cigar lounge gonna be safe for y'all. Nah. Look, and then <laughs> my homegirl was a server. She was like, yo, they starting to put hookahs. In the damn cigar lounge. Ain't this some shit? It's I gone. Said, Look. It is gone. It's a couple places that women... We're going to do a list one day. Mike won't allow us to do that um, <laughs> because he wants us to make it to a certain pedestal. I'm trying to... Gavin trying to get us to go viral. Absolutely. Well, speaking about going viral, um, let's talk about Nyla, man. Oh, um, going viral and simps. Like, perfect segue. Bruh, Nyla is in prison. Um, no, she's getting out. Is she out? Well, she's about to get out. About to get out. Um, but guess what people have done? They're calling them suitors. <laughs> We're calling them simps. They're, yeah. They donated a quarter of a million dollars to her shorty. cash out. To her cash out. Bruh. Like, and this is why this is why <clears throat> women love simps right here, man. Because I've told y'all simps are not broke. And I told y'all that simps are in charge. They're out of control. They're out of control. But they are in charge, man. These dudes have given this young lady. A quarter of a million dollars. Now, mind you, what is she in prison for, Gavin? Uh, stabbing a 17-year-old. You know what? I need her to get with a simp. Because there's a good chance that she ain't reformed. Because that's not what prison <laughs> do. <laughs> so no. I need her to be with a simp. Prison reform is real, Mike. Yeah, prison reform is not real. But um, the fact I, that y'all dudes donated. How many, like, how much? Why would you why? send, you know, like, $50, $10, like, for an, an attempted murderer? Yo, she cute. yeah, she right? is I'm not out. saying like don't help people when they get out of prison, but what I am saying, y'all did it because she's pretty. Look, and that's the simping, right? Like that is the simping. That is you don't simping. care because it's, it's it's hundreds of people that's released every, from every jail. I mean, in every state, every day from jail, right? Y'all not helping them, but the fact that the moment a, a pretty young lady bats her eyes, found her Instagram, that y'all just fall over and just be like, oh, how many followers she have? 84,000 84,000 followers we, 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 we ain't even got a tenth of that We ain't got 2% of that We ain't even got that many views yeah, We been like, trying to help y'all 84,000 Like Simp culture in this country It is ruining this country And that, it, it can only exist In a first world country Like simp culture Facts. Cannot exist In a country Where you have to survive It can only happen In this society She's not even that fine either No I mean she's cute She's straight. She's like she she but she I, from Chicago. Let me shut up. But but the problem yeah because she probably will get on you. <laughs> Absolutely, you'll find me. But the problem but the problem is is that because men have no social skills, not all men. We're talking about simps. Mm hmm. Because they have no social skills. Because everything is done online. Everything is done with a swipe right or a swipe left, <laughs> which which kills you because you got, you got so you have two problems that's going on online dating. Mm -hmm. All right, you have. 
people overestimate their attractiveness. Okay. That's been scientifically Facts. proven. And women think overwhelmingly that the majority of men are ugly. Like women, Facts. like women swipe left. I think they say between 85 to 90 percent of the time, right? Yeah, I can see. Well, that. not women swipe left. All, men are swipe left on. Like all men as a collective. Okay. 85, 90% of men are swiped left. Okay. Right? Which means that the same 15% of men, we talked about this like two seasons ago. Yeah. Are all smashing 40, 50% of women. Absolutely. And it's going to be hard for you to get monogamy out of that because until that man is exhausted, you know, like mentally exhausted, you know, he's not going to stop. Like he's not going to stop until he gets to the point where he's just like, you know, I've had enough. This is how I know women know that simps are out of control. Imagine being in prison and go, you know, can really go into my Instagram bio. Yeah, Cash App. Cash App. Also, this is another proof that women don't like women. She stabbed a seventeen-year-old girl. That is another thing of proof, and she's been rewarded of that. You know, what I'm saying she quarter of a million dollars. And then think about this though. Like, imagine if. <laughs> so we know that that we live in a copycat culture, right? Absolutely. So imagine if the next girl also gets two, three hundred thousand dollars for going to prison. Right? Mm. Like this will become a thing, Facts. right? Like the Absolutely. shoplifting, and like it, it will yeah. become a degenerate thing because, like, yo, if I can get locked up, and then if I get my mug shot, and my my mug shot goes viral, as long as I'm Cupid, yeah, I mean, cute, Cupid gonna come through and uh, it's, it's, shoot somebody that's stupid. Yeah, I I I don't like it, Simps. Y'all out of control. Y'all are out of control. Look, man. Um, and speaking of Simps, well, I was gonna talk about stupidity. Oh, are, are, um, are we talking about TJ? I was going to talk about Herschel Walker. Oh, you know, we can start with Herschel. That, that, that's probably what, a good segue into TJ. Um, so Herschel just lost. And it's like, there's a clip on YouTube. We need to find it and post it. There's a clip, or maybe not. Um, and it's like Herschel Walker continuing to be stupid at every turn. Well, why is that okay? Right? Like, why is it okay to trot out an idiot black man Right, because you only run it. You only running him against Warnock because he's a black man, right? Yeah. Like would they would would they have ran Herschel Walker against? Uh, I forget the the young guy that's uh, also a senator in Georgia. The white guy. Yeah, the young the young um, mm, white guy. What right? is his name? But would they would they have ran Herschel Walker against him? No. Nah. No, of course not. Right, and we for one, this is why I like the Black Dads Club. This is why I like the men that follow us because I think we realize this, and I don't think our community. Realize this. When I see a Herschel Walker being ran against a Warnock, you know, mm-hmm. Warnock, educated, pastor of one of the most historically black churches, and the fact that you think Herschel Walker can compete against this man, it is insulting. Absolutely. Like, like he, like, these, these are not the two same men. But I also realize that when, when others look at our community from a 10,000-foot view, right, mm-hmm. and you look at, you know, the murder rates, you look at incarceration rates, you look at education rates, you look at out of wedlock babies, you look at abortion rates. From a 10,000 feet view, it does look like we need supervision and you can run a Herschel Walker. At what point do we become insulted enough to say, all right, let's issue bastard culture in our community, right? Like, at what point do we be just like, you know what, out of wedlock babies, let's just stop it. Well... Or, or, or you know, and I'm not t- I'm not saying that out of wedlock babies doesn't happen because we are having sex, right? And and yeah, yeah. And, to, and you're not gonna put that genie back in the box. It's never been in the box, all right. So mm-hmm. that so you're always gonna have that, right? But yeah. the ideal now, like like you you can literally find quotes where people will say things like, "It's okay to have a baby and no dad around." Yeah, um, you know, well, I told you, I told everybody this. And I'm, I feel good in saying this now. And I'm going to do a whole little mini video about this one day. The internet is a woman's playground, yo. Absolutely. Um, you can't hop on the internet and go, yo, um, Kiki Palmer trotting out, not having a father, which I don't give a fuck about, excuse my language, but I just don't care because she makes a shit ton of money. Women get to do what they want to because yeah. it's the internet, right? But you'll see it's okay for her not to showcase her dad. However... If a man comes out and a group of men start saying, yo, it's okay to have kids that has no mom, the world would end. First of all, it wouldn't even get played or showed. <laughs> it wouldn't. Right? It would um, not. 
and I, I keep telling y'all there's so many ways that they keep showing us that men don't matter on the internet. And I'm just going to say on the internet because, you know, it's a group of people out there are going to call me misogynistic and say, Gavin, have you ever been to the workforce? Have you ever looked at in the church? Blah, 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 whatever the case. And I get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is stupidity. Herschel Walker, we know why he there. Um, yeah, I'm, and I'm let, trying to figure out who voted for him. Well, Where are the million people that voted for him? Okay, so, so let's let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when the votes came in from Georgia, uh, 76% of white women voted for Herschel Walker. Mm. All right? And, and, and what's crazy is, what, what's crazy is, we will sit here and we will think and we will pretend that none of those women are feminists. Yeah, yeah. We will sit here and we'll be like, no, those are all conservative women. No, we'll act like they like black women. That's what we are. Yeah, act. That's and it's like, no, these we'll are do. these are not conservative women. These these like there, there's some, but a lot of these women are feminists. Yeah. And 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 what Warnock represents, see, Herschel Walker can be controlled. Absolutely. So you will always find the weak man, all right? You you always find the weak boy, and women will look at that and be like, okay, I want him. Right? Yeah. Because we just talked about the simp. Absolutely. And Herschel Walker is a simp. Yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, how he, he's made multiple, you know, broken homes. Absolutely. He has, his kids don't even like yeah, him. Yeah, his kids don't like him. He's only, he, you know, he's only a checkbook. It's one of those things where as black men, I don't know, man, I keep saying, I, I, I kind of feel like we need to retribalize. <laughs> I, I do. Like, I, I really think that we got we to gotta tribalize it to the people that don't mind um bastard culture and those of us that want families I, I i because if we want families on this side and we just deal with individuals on this side then let's see how everything turn out with the people that tribalized that want families and then let's see what happens on the other side the people that embrace bastard culture mike i've i've come to realize and i say i think i've said this five episodes so i'm gonna make it six today it's levels to this shit <laughs> and sometimes when sometimes you have to go through and sit down in your personal life, right? Yeah. I literally sat down maybe a couple months ago and I looked at my family and I looked at some of my friends' families and I realized why my family was where is that? Yeah. Why certain people was way ahead, why certain people was way below, so to speak. And I was trying to figure out how do I move the needle. Or, no, I, or, I, I, I and agree. So, and and, then, I, and so we, we can start, learn from mistakes, man. Like, Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. So then we, I started looking around because before I started this podcast with you, um, I did have a couple of guys who I'm cool with. Some I'm not that cool with no more. I don't know why. I think it got something to do with this. But it was like you had that conversation of like, yo, you don't need no kids out of wedlock, right? I never thought about that prior to two years ago, right? Yeah. And then you get in here and then you start talking to people and you start looking at people. They love trotting out. This is because this is the way the Internet works. We love trotting out the 20 percent. Of kids out of wedlock as the example, right? Yeah. We love to show you LeBron James. We love to show you Obama. We love to show you, you know, men like that. Every great rapper that you love, right? We love to show you Drake in your face every yep. day, signing his $500 million deal with Universal, right? We love to show you that. We love to show you uh, Steve Harvey as coming in with his <laughs> wife's friend now that he's married to and showing you how he took care of her yeah. stepkids. We love showing you that. But we don't like to take you to the poverty line and show you that, no. yo, these people make, you know, Shorty has six kids and she's on welfare riding a bus every day trying to figure that out. We don't show you we, we, all those We people. don't, well, because that'll never happen to me, right? Absolutely. Steve Harvey will happen to me, but that'll never happen to me. And let me tell you, both things are likely. Take, yeah. take it from somebody that actually had a lot of money and then had no money, right? Yeah. <laughs> both things are likely to happen. But the reason why we go in on here, this isn't like, I would never shame anybody right yeah I, I have so i have i have friends that have kids out of wedlock right yeah i have family members that have kids same yeah so, so it's like i'm not sitting like if you sit think i'm sitting here and like Mighty. bashing people that i love you're you're crazy Absolutely. right but when we're talking about our community right we talked about that ten thousand foot view the things that i'm addressing here is like yo how do we become better as a community wall street journal had an article listen to the title of the article oh, this gosh. is in the wall street journal this wasn't even sent to you all right <laughs> Moving in together doesn't match the financial benefits of marriage, but mm. why? And then it goes in depth of saying of like, so this is the thing, even living together doesn't even match the financial benefits because it's more than just like tax benefits. There's an ideal there. There's a mindset shift that happens mm. when you say, I want to marry someone. That mindset shift is what helps create wealth. It's mm. not living together. It's not, you know, not cheating on each other. <laughs> it is the mindset shift. It's like, we you know, if you want to lose weight, right? Yeah. You have to 
yeah, you could you could work out. You know, you can you know drink a lot of water. But if you don't change your diet, yeah, it it just doesn't, doesn't happen yeah. the way it should happen. Marriage is like that creating the diet, right? Like whether yeah. you know whether it's the sexual discipline, whether it's the drinking discipline, whether it's the getting more sleep. One of the things that that that's funny about being married that you hear oftentimes is right. It's like uh, you'll see the you'll see the the meme where it's like, why do I have to go to bed? And my wife go to bed, right? Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> like if she go to bed at ten o'clock, why I gotta go to bed at ten o'clock? I should yeah. but it's like no, no. She's like yo, I gotta come. And the same thing for men though, right? Like men be in the bed, and he, you know he be like, baby, yeah, <laughs> you know, hey, where you at? Like look, so that so it's a mindset shift. It is. It also moved that that mindset shift in life moves to your pocketbook. So when we talk about the lack of wealth. In black community, I'm sorry, y'all. We supposed to talk shit and make y'all laugh at the beginning of the pod. Are we about to get and, to? And we jumping right into the heavy stuff. When, when that, when that mindset shift happens, more than likely it happens in marriage, right? The same mm-hmm. way, more than likely people lose weight when they change their diet. You're more likely to lose weight by changing your diet than you are working out. I actually work out, but my diet isn't where it needs to be, right? So yeah. I'm not losing the weight that I need to. It's the same thing in marriage. It, it requires a mental discipline. That's mm. going to work itself into other parts of your life. And that's where I, th- I think that's where us and the red pillars and the save yourself and the men go your own <laughs> way. I think this is like where we diverge because those guys more or less are just saying, yeah, like fuck women. And I, and we're not like fuck women, but we are saying that like, oh, well, we got to hold women accountable. Right. Like you do have to find a good woman like like the clip that you had posted that went viral. Right. Yeah. You like birds. I love them. But you can't marry one, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> so because because you recognize that, like, yo, Bruh. that's not going to be what I need. And then my wife goes, I'm glad you know. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, my wife didn't been with me at the strip club. She see what happened. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's the one right there. I like all that lip gloss, all that. She be like, yeah, yeah. But it'd be funny. Um, Speaking about marriages, <laughs> good morning, America. Good morning. <laughs> I love y'all. Uh, Good morning, America has been on before for forever in my life. Um, I don't know when it came on TV, but you know what? It's something about being married and them work husbands, yo, them work wives. Y'all got to quit that shit in 2023. I'm telling my, I'm, I'm coming in here in probably two weeks and telling y'all what we got to stop. We, 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 yeah. Work wives and work husbands probably do need to be one of those things that we, that we stop. Cause it take one work outing and you, yo, let, let me get an extra drink and you and her just talking. And then when y'all turn into each other at the bar Next thing you know, y'all thighs and knees hit. The next thing you know, y'all kissing. You sharing too much, you know, together. And, Sh- and, and this sharing is, too much information. And this is the thing that I think people got to realize mm-hmm. about cheating, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that you don't get the bad parts of the person. Like, I always hate when I see, like, two couples, like, cheat to get together. And then they end up together. I'd be like, ooh. I hate that shit. That ain't going to last. It's not. Like, <laughs> like, you kind of miss the whole point of cheating, right? Like, Absolutely. Y'all never put that in the movies. Yeah, either. like it, it just because you only you're only dealing with the good parts. You're not dealing with the bad parts of that person, and Facts. that shit's going to come. Like the whole the whole idea of of marriage is being able to love someone and withstand absolutely. You know the parts of them that you don't like absolutely, and it's and you know, um, but that wasn't even his first time cheating, bro. At work, like TJ, you gotta chill the fuck out. So for those that I know, Good Morning America host TJ and uh, Amy um, had an affair. It came out. My favorite part is when they was out like on a hiking trail or something, and he was grabbing her ass. And the internet on Twitter was just like, "Yo, what are you grabbing, bro?" And this is what he was mad. No, they oh recently it was a PI who followed him around. You know what I'm saying? That's oh. how this got leaked. And so the PI got pictures of them on a walking trail, and TJ was grabbing her ass. And everybody was like, what you grabbing? Because it was just <laughs> And so I want to ask you a I mean, question. I like about a this. small butt. <sighs> Not me. I like, I like a little grab. I don't like too I mean, much I, I, ass. I, I like a little onion. Like, like you know, now I take big onions too. But I like, I like, I like a little. I like, look, man, I like a little onion. Nah, I like them thick. Y'all should see. Look. And anyway, I got a question for you. <laughs> What's up? Who hired the PI? Uh, I think I think they actually said that the company hired the PI. Really? Yeah, yeah. So oh, see, they, yeah, they probably had some negotiations coming up. It was stupid, man. Hey, how many times we got to say this, man? We talked we talked about this with email like six, seven, eight pods ago, right? You don't shit where you eat. Facts. Period, point blank, man. Facts. Like, you don't. No, you don't. Like, look, flirt 
enjoy the little sexual tension, take your ass home to your husband or your wife. Bruh. You do not mess with a coworker. Go home. You're going to- <laughs> That never ends well. It it doesn't. It does. It it does. Like you do not mess with a coworker, man. Like even if like if y'all if y'all want to mess around, mess around when one of y'all leave the company. Facts. Like you you can't mess you can't well, mess with the money. It's not fun no more after that. You can't mess up the money though. Yeah. I um I married my coworker. So I probably messed that up too. Yeah, we probably we probably talking shit about you a little bit today. <laughs> Definitely was messing but with did, my but did, but did one of y'all leave? Yeah, she got fired. <laughs> I had to make that happen. Had to get rid of her. Had to get rid of her. Well, they TJ, you should have got a fire, bro. Like he could have had it all. This is for entertainment purposes only. No relationship should be scarred based off of my comments. But nah. Uh, but yeah, me and my wife, we were talking at work, and we was uh we was kicking it. But we actually, funny enough, we actually didn't start hanging out until the day she got fired. <laughs> well, no, well, see that well, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That but makes we wasn't sense, we so, wasn't messing. So with. yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. You don't mess around. Like you could flirt, you could have sexual tension, but like the idea of like kissing and sneaking around and getting rooms and going to each other's house, not not with your coworker. I ain't even telling you not to do it because y'all y'all fold. I tell you all the time, y'all fold for pretty women. Mm-hmm. So I ain't even telling you not to fold, but like yo, you can't mess up. You can't mess up the bag. You can't. And let me tell y'all something. This is a little heads up before we go to the next topic. It is holiday party season. A lot of y'all going to y'all company holiday party single. Some of y'all bringing that girlfriend who you on the rocks with. Some of y'all are going to see that coworker in a drunken state so you can try to slide in there and talk. Don't mess up home going to these holiday parties because some of y'all be married. Oh, don't mess up your job either. And don't mess up your job. (laughs) Facts, yo. Like a couple of y'all going to the holiday party and you like, yo, I'm pushing up on my supervisor. I'm pushing up on my manager. I'm pushing up on Shorty. I'm pushing up on Homeboy who I want to holler at. You could not get me to sleep with a coworker except when I worked at the call center. But, oh yeah, but after that, it wasn't happening. We already gave y'all the list of places. Yeah, call center, got. call center can work. You can do it at the call center. Yeah, it's almost expected at the call center. It is expected at the call center and restaurants, bars, anything hospitality, hospitality, <laughs> and call centers. It's it's free game there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. if your girl worked there, she. But she, but if, first, if you have but if you have like a like a like a job, like I don't care if you like working in a plant, like if you you cannot sleep with your coworker, bro. You can't because you end up like Eme who didn't lost it all. Exactly. Me alone, and, my and baby Nia has come You know what though. Neil stays if he, if he doesn't embarrass her. Okay. If, okay. if he doesn't embarrass her, she stays. And let that be a note to you men that are out here cheating. Mm-hmm. And, and women, because we, we got like a 20% female audience. Excuse me, women audience. Um, don't If you don't embarrass them, it's a good chance you can stay in that relationship. Absolutely. But, you know, um, one thing that shocked me, she said nobody from the organization contacted her. Not that I, Not that that surprised me. I mean, um, I, I, I think Neil being a little prima donna on that though. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> would you expect would you expect your your previous job to reach out to your wife to, to your wife? No, but I mean, she is famous. And what are they gonna say? Yo, sorry, your husband was boinking the owner's wife. Yeah, that's the only. So it's like that. Um, and then I also wonder if she thought that was gonna get her some play. I don't look. I mean, in all honesty, I do think. I think they've had an open relationship because. Oh I, gosh, I, I, here look, we go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm probably retelling this, this poorly, so um, this is all conjecture. But <laughs> I think that he wanted to marry her back when they first met, and she was like, she didn't want to be married. So, so they, she's. If you tell a man, if you tell a man that wants to be married, that said, "Hey, I want to be with you." If you tell that man, like, "Nah, you know, I don't think I want to be with you right now." And then he he goes out here and he meets other women. Like you you kind of got to expect that. You kind of got to be like, "All right, I knew that was going to happen." No, nah, that definitely came out. Yeah. That like I knew um, that was going to happen. Yeah. So know. I think it's the embarrassment. I don't think she cares that he slept with somebody else. I think it is the embarrassment. Yeah, and I already told y'all if you're an athlete, it's like a 95% chance you're getting cheated on. That's on another subject. <laughs> I ain't going to say that. I I I'm going to I'm going to hold that black men don't cheat. Okay, cool. I'm here to let y'all know if your man is playing a professional sport and or a rapper, it is like a 75, 77% chance he's cheating on you. But it's cool though because it comes with perks that dating a regular nigga you don't get. I, I, I think I think more people are in open relationships and open to open relationships Facts. than than we realize. Why are people embarrassed to open relationships though? I I I think I think that's it though. It's that ideal of you belong to me and. 
if other people know you or somebody else, then it's obvious that you don't belong to me. Mm. Like, I think that's what it is. Like, now you have, because, look, I found that stag life and cuck life with black men is way more prevalent than what I ever thought it was, right? So it's like, so, and, and I don't, I do not shame men for that. Nah, he don't. You know, thank, you know, thank the good Lord for you because that's been beneficial, you know, who have seen women in the past because they'll have boyfriends. You'll be like, I could have sworn this girl have a boyfriend and she's out all the time. You keep running into her. And then you finally just be like, well, I guess you don't have a boyfriend. And then you start kicking it with her. Then, you know, she'd be like, oh, no, I got a boyfriend. You know, he mm-hmm. just he works out of town and he does this and he does that. So he kind of really don't care. And it's like, oh, well, like, cool. Like, I got to do nothing. All I got to do is just show up. Show up and show out. <laughs> show out. That's all I got to do. So it's like, I, and, and I, I think we don't really look at that as, you know, open relationships, right? But that's exactly that's, what it is. It's what it is. It is. And then I think, um, we got to get to this point of like, yo, certain things just work for certain people in a relationship. It does, right? and that works. That works for them. So there's nothing like, wrong with it. My um, I know a group. Uh, excuse me, I know a couple, and they like openly they swingers. They cool. They in groups and everything, bro. They both two corporate people. They work. They happy. They live in a great um neighborhood. Like it's, but when you look at them, if you would see them walking, you would just think they prude as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They not. And they, they yeah, they, they like, but they, but it works for them, and it's and it's super cool. Um, but yeah, poor Nia, man. I I look. Hopefully, he may he'll have a job next year. Where don't know. He will, and I mean, shit. I be Probably honest, man, I hope I hope they get back together because they got a child together. No, nah, they ain't get back together. Yeah, hey, man. I hope they get back together. I hope they get back together. You can't man. do that, Nia. Me. Don't don't let them people shame you away from your blessing. Nia, I'm always here for you, <laughs> but I got a wife, so me and you going to we're going to figure that out. For, you and her gonna have to figure it out. For the right amount, I keep my mouth shut. You know what I'm saying? I get my wife on board with the right amount. Let me put it like that. Speaking right. of the right amount, Kevin Hunter, dude. Oh leave, my god, leave Wendy's law, bro. Just nah, leave her alone. Nope, I don't stand with that. Le- le- nope. Le- leave her alone. Nope, I don't stand with that. Why, why, why don't you stand with it? The government put something in place. <laughs> you you gotta get your ass back to work. <laughs> Wendy can't go back to work. Bro. I think I think Wendy's done. Now, she look, is done. I, I don't. I don't. Um, I I don't I do not hate Wendy Williams I do not like Wendy Williams I'm pretty indifferent I um, dislike her I you know I, I I I remember like a lot of the, the conversations that she she didn't have a lot of grace when she had her show she did Charlemagne was on there you was trying to you you being real nice right now yeah I am I am, I am, <laughs> I, am, I, am I am being real nice but she didn't have a lot of grace and even after that she didn't have a lot well of grace. and the, well the thing is though we don't we never really respect, expect that of women. Right, that's, oh. this is always an expectation of men, right? Which is why we probably dislike Charlemagne more than we ever dislike Wendy Williams because we was like, "Yo, why are you being messy?" Yeah. Right? You're supposed to be you're supposed to be the voice of reason on this show, and you you chirping like she chirping. Yeah, uh, Charlemagne, bad. don't take this against us if you want to put us on the Black Effect Network. By the way, absolutely. But not. we do call you from South Carolina. You know how the Metro rolls, so don't even be upset about that. Absolutely. <laughs> but it, so, but with Kevin, I'm like, I look, I know he got something in the divorce settlement. I get that he want to keep that free money going, man. But yeah. like, dude, don't Ma- they have? Do they have a child together? Wendy and him, yeah, they have a child together. I know but she I, had a child. I didn't know if he was the dad or not. I think he is. He gives but off I got, simp vibes. But I have a child with another woman. Your alimony is helping me to keep her happy <laughs> and keep this relationship rolling. Dude, you need to get back to work, dude. She can't. She can't go back to work. And at the end of the day, that is like even if that's not your biological son, it's your stepson for a decade or two decades. I don't yeah. know. Like. At the end of the day, that's that's your child's mother. And this is something that I wish we would I wish men and women in the black community would do better at that. Is your child your child loves the other parent. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't keep punishing the other parent because at the end of the day, that is hurting your child. Even that, if it's just emotionally hurting it. Like you don't you might not see those scars today. Yeah. But when they're in their late twenties and they're not married, or they're, they're in their late thirties and not married, chances are these are scars from their childhood. Um. Yeah, they have a son. His name is actually Kevin Hunter Jr. And um, first thing that comes up is that he just got evicted yesterday. Yeah, I mean, mom, so, I mean, mom's money is is mess. And look, I know Wendy got money. I don't know who's freezing her accounts. It is no way Wendy Williams was on on national syndicated radio shows and TV for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. and is not worth eight figures. Well, me and you both know that those people play a different game. They have access to lawyers that mean you don't have information that mean you don't have. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Wendy know how to move some shit around and be like, yo, I'm freezing everybody out. Oh, you think she's playing crazy? 
No, that I would think not, yeah, I, I, that, right. that would not be beyond Wendy Williams. That wouldn't be like look here. I dislike Wendy. I'm clear on that. <laughs> um, I don't like her. Reason why I don't like her. I don't like people that's like, yo, um, I can't fight, so I'm throwing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. like those type of people. Now, I'm cool with Wendy and Charlemagne doing all their messy stuff, but you know, there's a video, and I'm sure Judge Mathis, I'm surprised he ain't got this screw up from the internet. But you know, there's a video of Judge Mathis and Wendy Williams literally fighting on her radio show. I got I gotta look that up. I gotta put that in my notes. I'm surprised Judge <laughs> Judge I'm Mathis su- and Wendy Williams bro, fight on radio show. Yes, I'm surprised he has not gotten this scrub. Um <laughs> Why did they get in a fight? Uh, because Wendy was drunk and she was trying to be funny with him. And Judge Mathis, you know, his his whole moniker is, yo, I'm from Detroit. I got swag. Wait, so Judge Mathis hit a woman and he has a show nationally syndicated? No, he didn't hit her. They was fighting, like, verbally Oh, spatting. verbally fighting. Okay. The reason why I'm surprised it's not off the air, like, you know that thin line of, like, homophobia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was stepping on it. He was stepping on it? Oh, he stepped on it. He tap danced on that shit. <laughs> And I'm just surprised, like, yo, my man, they ain't delete this shit. Like, you know what? And on that note, we're not gonna go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> but can the allies of homosexual men stop using a man, a man being gay, as you know, a shot? A shot? You talking about Gabrielle Union? I, I, yeah, I'm talking about her, and I'm talking this about is the messy I, and, and I'm talking about the whole Twitterverse, right? Um, like the moment you disagree with a man or a woman or or a woman, like, can it's we stop? Women. Can we stop saying like? Oh, you must be gay. Yeah, well, you know what? And the funny part is, every man has heard it from a woman. Yeah, my, you, you've heard you've heard you're gay, and you've heard your dick little. Yeah, my favorite is when you don't want a chick. Oh, you must be gay. It's like no, you're yeah. just ugly. So, oh, you broke. Let's no, you just ugly. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But it's you just, can't say that though. You can't say you ugly. Yeah. So you you hear that you broke? I told my pops dick little, calling people ugly. You gay? Time. So it's like, but 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 this is the thing though. They're they are the biggest advocates yeah. for them. So it's like, on behalf of them, I'm speaking on their behalf. Absolutely. Could you stop using it as a slur insult. or a shot or insult anytime you get in an argument with somebody Absolutely. and you don't feel like that argument going your way? Just that one. Just, Just you, that you, one. Can, you can keep the other ones. You can keep you stank. You like you can keep all the rest. Your sex bad. I never yeah. liked you anyway. You, yeah. you Y'all can keep all those. But like for the people that y'all say y'all really rock with, yeah, like, can y'all stop? And stop there be a lot that? of women who hang out with y'all who love to say that to the straight man who don't. Yeah, like, like that, which that, is that, funny. It's, it's right. not. It's, it's it's not cool. But um, but you know, the reason like I going back, back to, to Wendy's, Wendy. I'm looking at Wendy and uh that video with her and Judge Mathis is hilarious. And she was drunk and he embarrassed the hell out of her. Um, uh, but he was kind of on the tiptoeing line. But I I f with Judge Mathis. Um, him and, and Judge Brown, Brown, Judge Brown is good too. Judge Brown is. I watch Judge Mathis every day. But like with Whitney, excuse me. With Wendy, she used to do all this trash talking. And then when celebrities would call her out, my favorite is when her and Chris Brown used to go back and forth. And she would get on her shirt crying, fake crying, all upset, fighting for white tears and support because she would pick on people that could be picked on. So I'm not surprised that her life is seemingly to fall apart. And, you know, they try to replace her. They try to get Nick Cannon on her show. Um, they gave, oh, I forgot the other sister name who's real cool. They gave her a new show. And you know what was funny to me is, Wendy should have took that break. When they put Nick Cannon on her show, Yeah, she should have took that break. Word is, and, you know, um, a lot of reports was coming out, was Nick ratings was slightly lower than Wendy. So scary that they knew they was going to give uh, Nick Cannon a show. Yeah. Because they, they expected the drop-off to be bigger, yeah. and it wasn't. And so when that was coming out that Nick Cannon was going to get a show, she came back to she came back too, too early. And, you know, and then it, I think it burnt out. And then, you know, Kevin was like, yo, I'd rather be at home with my side chick more. I got to <laughs> burn this bridge. So I stand with Kevin, even though um, the reason why, because look, the ne- he stands with Kevin. I stand with Kevin because the next time that a woman come on and she want her alimony, alimony. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. ain't going to say nothing. Yeah, y'all yeah. ain't going to say nothing. Yeah, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all definitely. Well, that is the irony in it, right? It's Absolutely. that women are like, yeah, no, you go back to work. And y'all, but I, my, my thing is more or less like, yo, dude, that's that's again. I, I, I hate that I got to say this, but it is our job. Men have more responsibility. Yeah. Men have to be more accountable. You know, like, they don't. Like, that is the benefit of being a woman is that they can lack. They can, They don't have to be the accountable bunch, right? Nah. So, but Kevin is like, yo, at the end of the day, dude, like, that's your, that's your son's mother. 
And I hope I hope y'all can get her finance under control because I mean if if nobody rent getting paid then y'all stuck. Is the attorney getting paid? Then Kevin, you gonna have to go the back attorney to work. might be the one that, that's collecting all the money, and it doesn't take attorneys long to go through your shit. Let's find his. Trust side me, check. I know it don't take long. They <laughs> spend money. They spend money quick, bruh, <laughs> bruh. Um, before we hop out of here, we got a couple of things, but let's talk about Dion. Um, Mike had the pleasure of tending. Uh, a SEC school, um, and I think that's prevalent um, because you got to see facilities that most kids don't get to see. Yeah. Um, I didn't go to a SEC school at all. <laughs> I went to UNC Charlotte, unfortunately. Um, Charlotte, University of Charlotte, not UNC. Yeah, UNC Charlotte. No, not but, UNCC yeah. anymore. It's University of Charlotte. Let's call it that. They, so, they, they, they rebranded themselves. Absolutely. And, you know, we got a couple. Shout out to the players there that's in the NFL. Um, but <laughs> the reason why I'm stating all that, even at Charlotte, you see facilities. I remember, I'm going to say it like this. I remember when uh, UNCG came to Charlotte and played. And I remember I met my homegirls at Charlotte. And I meet them in a the basketball arena. And they are looking around. And they, their first words out of their mouth is, this shit looked like the Bobcats arena at that time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the Charlotte Hornets arena. And I was like, yeah, it's a big-ass arena. And I said, well, what y'all arena look like? They said, uh, a high school gym. <laughs> so I'm like, what? So I remember, you know, you go to you go to other PWIs, and you start noticing the facilities basically ain't the same. All facilities aren't created equal, right? And then we have this thing where... HBCU facilities are even worse. Um, Deion Sanders, who is, are you calling him the greatest cornerback of all time? Yeah, Deion is. Absolutely. Um, Deion Sanders, a man who has won a Super Bowl, um, a World Series, you know what I'm saying? Um, a man who, my favorite Deion Sanders story is not him running the 40. My favorite Deion Sanders story is um, he gave his scholarship back to Florida State took the money from baseball <laughs> and started coming to school in like a $90,000 car <laughs> and still played football. Like that to me is amazing. My, no, my favorite Dion story is he didn't show up to the Giants workout and the Giants said, Hey, if you don't come in, if you don't come and work out for us, we're not going to draft you. And he mm -hmm. was like, what pick y'all have? And it was like five or seven, something like that. He was like, Oh, I ain't gonna be there anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is a great story. So he, so we know that Dion is cocky. Absolutely. And we know that Dion cares about Dion. <laughs> he cares about his looks. He cares, he cares about, about him. Dion. Shout out to my aunt who actually had class with Dion Sanders. Oh. <laughs> uh, Wendy. Wow. Yeah, she went to Florida State. She actually had class with Dion. So I remember, I remember one time I was reading Dion's book, and she was like, why are you reading that? I know him. And I'm like, get out of here. And Yo, so you're he, like, you, know, you don't know Dion. Yeah, and, I, and then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, he did go to school, and, and my mom and them was like, no, she was in class literally with Dion. And I was like, oh, what he do? She was like, oh, he didn't show up a lot. Like, you know, <laughs> that's the beauty of being Dion Sanders, right? And so, um, I say all that to say, uh, he left Jackson State, a school that he in two years did some amazing things for him. He was actually um, there for three years. Three years. Yeah, yeah. He was actually there um, for, so he, he wasn't there for a short period of time. How many of y'all listening right now has been at your job for three years, right? Like, it's not a short period. Look, <laughs> facts. Of time. Um, Dion left Jackson State, um, brung tons of celebrities, brung tons of money there. Um, I think their lowest, out of their top uh, six home games, I think the lowest amount of students that was there was like 29,000. Um, the rest was over 30,000. A couple of school, a couple of games, um, I think one or two of the games had over 50,000 people show up to a, to one of the football games. Yeah. Um, he has chosen to leave and go to 1-11 Colorado. Yeah. Um, which is a Power 5 school. What the hell does Power 5 mean? It's part of which – go ahead and give us that. No, it's just the top five conferences. So, you know, Thank the you. SEC, the ACC, Pac-10, Big 12. Um, Big 10? What's the other one? Uh, Big 10, Big 12, SEC – Pac-10 or Pac-12 yeah, yeah. and ACC, yeah. Cool. So, there we go. A little education for everybody there, right? So, he leaves. Now, I'm going to start here. I don't know who upset because every time I hop online, I don't see nobody upset. But everybody is talking shit to the people upset. But I don't see it. What is your take? All right. As a so, person who went to an uh, SEC school, um, and I'm pretty sure Mike has frequent. I think the window you jumped out of was was it at a uh, HBCU? No, no, it was PWI. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's, P 
Das klingt ja wie Alright, but no, people are upset. But Bahamut um, Bahama Jones. Or uh, not Bomani. He Bomani. But Bomani was mad at him. Ah, that's my uh, guy. A lot of a lot of the HBCU, you know, um, blogs, elites, or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. they're mad at Dion. And and to be fair, so I listened to Bomani, and one of the things that he said, he was like, when Dion went to to, to Jackson State, he he did the whole, he did the thing that preachers do, and I and I can't stand, and yeah. you know. Um, God told me to come here, and God told me to be here. I I don't like that. Like, do not invoke God in your crap. Cause y'all niggas be lying. Yeah, like don't 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 do that. So, but anyway, he was saying that you know, the fact that Dion was like he made it seem like you know, why send our kids somewhere else? Right? Mm-hmm. They should be coming to our schools. Mm-hmm. Which which I I sort of agree with to an extent. Yeah. Um. I kids. Um. Me and you always say we should have went to HBCU. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. Uh, Kevin Crosby, uh, he's one. He's going to be one of Doctor Kevin Crosby. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, well, I disagree with you. I do not want to disrespect you. Uh, he actually made he he posted this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want Dion to fail. HBCUs are for the black masses. Colorado is for the black classes. So I'm assuming he's talking about class as mm-hmm. in hierarchy of blacks, boule, etc. Carter G. Woodson has a whole chapter in the miseducation of the Negro on black professionals leaving black institutions. He said this is a classic example of miseducation, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the problem that I have is Dion can better himself. Dion is exactly who you would think he is. It's like the story of the frog and the scorpion, right? Okay. Where the frog is, is taking the scorpion across the river and halfway across the river, Scorpion stings the frog, mm-hmm. and the frog is like, "You idiot! Now we're both gonna drown. Like, why did you do this?" And the scorpion says, "Well, I was a scorpion when you took me." Absolutely, Dion was who he was when you took him. You, it was Jackson State job to extract as many resources as they could, absolutely, out of Dion, and also line up the next, you know, big absolutely. name or athletic coach to come and coach after Dion. Now, I can't ask these guys, I cannot ask these guys to go to schools that have less resources. But let's let's have a brief conversation on why we have less resources, right? Okay. But the problem that I have with Dr. Kevin Crosby isn't the fact that he posted that he wanted Dion to fail. I don't care. Everybody can have an opinion. It's corny, but yeah, the, you the, get one. The problem that I have is why aren't HBCUs presidents, right? Mm. People who can actually impact policy and change when you know that there's a lack of resources and instead of complaining about the people that you think should stay leaving, why haven't we created 36 month accelerated degree programs where we pull out the fluff of these undergrad degrees and get these kids into the workforce quicker? Mm-hmm. Facebook meta has said that there is a lack of jobs in front end developers, back end developers, iOS, Android developers, data engineering. They literally created the course for free. Yeah. Coursera picked it up and they charge $50 a month. Check it out if you want to grab one of these certifications. But they're literally saying that they are willing to hire people without experience if you know how to do these things because we can't hire enough of people, people to, to fill it. these jobs. Yeah. We know that the future of the world is coding, right? Absolutely. It ain't even so much tech. It's someone has to type in all the tech until AI learns how to do it, which probably will never happen. <laughs> it's like, yo, we need people that can come in and write the code Absolutely. in all these programs. Facts. So why haven't our institution said, you know what, if they can't bring in enough of, you know, people on, I don't know if it's the H1N1 visa or the H1B1. I don't know which one it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I should. <laughs> but, you know, we can't bring in enough people to work these jobs. Why aren't we putting our kids into these roles and into these jobs? If if every black college, if every black college president said, we're going to do this right now, right, with your accelerated degree, we're also going to make sure that you're certified or we're going to open up uh, accelerated degree programs, give you bachelor degree program in coding. Right. It doesn't have yeah. to be in science and computer science and engineering anymore. You could literally create the whole course. You got self. Yeah, you could. Um, Why not do that? Getting in to get these kids into jobs where they're making 100 K to 200 thousand dollars a year. And then once you get these kids paid to this kind of money, if you if you were to put out a thousand students a year, right, 
from your institution. That, that might be too many, right? But let's, let's say per conference, y'all putting out 1,000 kids a year. You do that for 10 years, right? It's 100,000 kids you put out. Average salaries, $150,000, $200,000. How much money is that coming back into your school now for your football program when everybody's coming back for home? Yo, let, let, let's keep it real, yo. I know a bunch of y'all that go to an HBCU, went to an HBCU. Um, shout out to my two favorite HBCUs, A&T, where I should have went, and um, FAMU, where my grandparents wanted me to go. <laughs> Let's put it there. Um, I love HBCUs. Y'all broke, yo. They- let, 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 let's go ahead and keep it a buck. It's a lot of money getting spent at HBCUs, and we see it during homecoming only. Um, the reason why I know this is because a lot of y'all, I'm starting now to see, are hopping on the alumni board saying, please give back. We don't need, people aren't giving back. Yo, one thing, I'm going to show you something that's beautiful, and I know I just shit it on a couple of HBCUs, and I'm going I'm to walk some of that back. What, I mean, no, if we talk about the money's low, like, no, the money is low. It is low, but I look at A&T and how Tariq goes to the NFL, a spotlight is shown in, on to A&T, and now A&T is getting a new football stadium. We see new buildings going up. Um, my favorite story about North Carolina A&T is um, my homegirl Brittany goes to NC State and she's knows she's going into STEM. And NC State goes, yes, we have the second best computer science um, program behind North Carolina A&T. She said that was a sign for her that she knew she needed to be at an HBCU. Yeah. She said she was going. She, mind you, this girl is crazy smart. She said she knew. Right. Um, I'm looking at I'm talking around boys and I go, yo. Out of all the HBCUs out there, bro, it's only 10 of y'all that's really got some shit really like y'all known and y'all got it looks like y'all got money. Well, so you so you have that going on, but again, if you if you put these kids, right? If the college presidents put these kids in places to be successful, mm-hmm. they would be able to reap the benefits of the money. If you look at the top, I, I actually Googled it. If you actually look at the top like the top black institutions, right? Football oh. programs. Okay. Uh, and the top ones are Prairie View, Alabama State, Norfolk, Southern, A&T, Tennessee State, Florida A&M. All right. All of them have budgets between $11 million and $18 million, right? Mm-hmm. Kent State budget is $28 million, right? Kent yeah. State actually has a decent football program. Yeah. Right? They come, mm-hmm. they come on TV. I know who they are. Yeah. Like, these schools are not far away. No, they're not. So, so if you – if if you're saying, and I get why you want football, because football is a money maker. If you can get it there, absolutely. But if you if you need the money, right? You can't just say, "Hey, I need a Dion to come save us." You got to create a ten year program and get these kids into STEM and tech program. Facts. And then you'll start getting. Look, nobody will have a problem giving back if they're making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. They'll absolutely. cut a check for five hundred dollars. They will buy a fifteen hundred dollars season ticket. Uh, you know, pass for the year, right? Yeah. That's two thousand dollars you've extracted out of one of your out of one of your graduates. Absolutely, that's how you build these programs. These presidents and these, you know, they these lazy. Pro- you know, these um, I think Jamel even went in about it, right? So these prognosticators saying, "Hey, why Dion did not say Dion did what I expected Dion to do?" Yeah, get in and get out. Why our um, presidents aren't doing anything? Well, for me, I'm looking at the alumni online fussing. I'll never see y'all talk about football games. I see y'all talking about the band. And not all y'all bands is banning. Yeah, no, they go home for homecoming and that's it. And that's it. And so I'm looking at it and I'm going, you know, I was listening. I forgot what sports show I was listening to. And the dude was saying how important it is for states to keep the best players of their state in state, right? And they were just talking about how you can build up a program. Yeah. Like Florida can, if, if the number... 100 recruits, the top 100 recruits out of Florida stay in Florida, shit just turns around for the schools that's in yes. Florida, right? So then I look at it and I go, all right, let's take Charlotte, for instance, right? Let's take North Carolina. A&T is an HBCU. Why aren't the top black talents saying, I'm going to stay in North Carolina? Because if I'm North Carolina a and I'm going to that kid when they're 13, when they're 12, they're 11, and I'm talking to their parents and I'm getting familiar. That's going to be hard to do. Well, it, it, well yeah. it gets hard, but I'm asking, why aren't they trying? Because you not keep and the, yeah. the the point I'm trying to get at. Y'all not looking for the talent. You're not looking for the money. Your facilities is trash. So then I'm looking at Dion, and Dion is looking at yo. How much money you said Dion made over his career? Like thirty million dollars. Oh, easy. So, I mean, just football would be thirty, forty. I'm so guessing. then, so then we looking at it, and you looking at Jackson State saying, "Yo, we're gonna give him three hundred thousand. And then now it's coming out that he had deals with them that they couldn't fulfill. My favorite joke is. Oh, Colorado said, yo, we're going to pay him $5 million, and we ain't even got it. 
<laughs> that is a joke to me, dog. Well, I mean, so here this this is the big thing about you know Dion at Jackson State. I Dion used Jackson State. Let, 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 let's be clear. Well, they like, used him. Yeah, they, they used they, each yeah, other. It, 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 yes, it was mutual using there. Yeah, like Dion wanted to coach, and he did not want to be an assistant coach under anybody. And if you know anything about Dion, that makes perfect sense. Absolutely. If you follow his career, if you if you know the story, Dion not being someone assistant coach that was makes perfect happen. sense, right? Absolutely. So he went somewhere where he could be the head coach. So they so again, this is a mutual using right now. Absolutely. But. Dion doesn't owe anything to anybody outside of his family. Dion Dion has provided for his family. Facts. His sons play football. He's provided for those kids. Facts. Uh, I think the oldest one is going to Colorado. Is going to Colorado. The quarterback is going. Like he's done. Dion has done everything that he's supposed to do. It's like it's like when everybody hated Levar Ball, right? I was like, no, Levar Ball is doing exactly what he's supposed to do for his family. Doesn't matter what it looks like to us. He's taking care of his family. Yeah. Like, he got his kids to a point to be like, yo, me and my wife never had to work again. I can take care of my wife now. Yeah. Well, you know, um, before we move on, my 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 final thing on this whole Dion situation is <sighs> black folks, the reason why I'm coming down so hard on the alumni and the kids that's there is because it's, it's almost like y'all don't see what's really going on. And let me show you. And what I mean by that is, some of y'all don't go to your games. Some of y'all don't go to the facilities and see what it's like. Some of y'all don't know where the athletic head is, who the athletic head person is. Y'all don't know where the department's at. Y'all don't go to basketball games, soccer games, well, whatever. Yeah, they're but, not going to go to a but, bad product. But, but so, Well, exactly. <laughs> so why the hell do you expect somebody like a Dion to come in and say, yo, I'm coming to a bad product. I'm going to build it up and stay here for 50 years. So my thing is always going to be this. When Dion was over here singing the blues, and I don't, I mean, cool. Bruh selling the blues to y'all. He got y'all hype. It ain't so much selling Dion got to do when he go sits on somebody's mom's couch. Now, he sold y'all a dream, and I'm just, I'm still stuck on why did y'all believe that dream? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like, because why Why did you believe it? Like, it's it's Dion. It's Dion. When Dion comes and sit on the couch, I know he got up here and was like, I told these moms I was going to raise their son and be their daddy. That nigga's lying. <laughs> and if you depart, all coaches are lying. Look, absolutely. Nick Saban is lying. Yes. Um. Any any coach, they are lying to you. They 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 lie, right? They want your son to come in so that Nick Saban can keep saying, "Yo, Alabama football is making a hundred million dollars a year. They building buildings, everything." Like you know, what I'm saying we got to keep that. We got to keep that. In, I would love to know how much Alabama football team has made in the last ten years. It has to be close. To five hundred million dollars. Oh, and last year, yeah, I mean, so on the chart that I have here, University of Texas, I think, is the highest, and I think they pulled in like two fifteen in one year. So Alabama's probably at two hundred. Okay, like, like just a football team. So like. that's that's the type of time you <laughs> yeah. think Nick Saban is telling the truth when he comes sits on the number one recruits couch. No, um, I didn't believe Dion was doing that either. But you know, it's my favorite thing of yo, and I'm gonna put like this, and it'd be my last thing. It's almost the thing of. When LeBron James' son, and when it came out, because LeBron James nor his son said it, but they was like, oh, we want to go to HBCUs. Mikey Williams told y'all they wanted to go to HBCUs. I forgot the boy that left Howard. We're going to HBCUs. I forgot, um, you know, when Master P was talking, oh, my son is going to HBCU. It's the same reason. I don't know why y'all expect 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds to stick in who are lying to y'all then. It would be great if they could, right? Like, again, I think I think the schools that we name – could build Division One type program. Absolutely, but you have, but it doesn't start with the coach. My whole thing is, like y'all know, I always say, like entertainers do not speak for us, right? They don't. Nor, nor Van Jones either. Oh gosh, <laughs> but they don't speak for us, right? So we can't expect these schools. We can't expect them to hire coaches and the athletics program elevate the school. Yeah, these college presidents have to build situations whereas their students are successful enough. Like the reason why a Texas has such a large football program is because University of Texas is actually one of the best academic universities in the country. Facts. Like it's one of the best colleges, one of the best law programs, one of the best architectural programs. Absolutely. Like, like, <laughs> it's easy to ask them for a donation that they get the write off at the end of yeah, the year. Yeah, because they they have made millions in their career. Absolutely. So if these schools want to become better, it's like, yo, look at where the future is going. And why aren't you creating a Bachelor of Coding 
and technology degree and mm-hmm. accelerating that degree to where his kids can be done in 36 months. Because you know what? If I'm a coder, I probably don't need any liberal arts shit whatsoever Absolutely you know, in not. my background. I probably need like two philosophy classes. I probably do not need to take Spanish. Like, did you have a language requirement in, in, in college? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, stupid. Why, why I got to take a language requirement? There is no reason to, right? I'm taking a language requirement and then I'm going to my computer science department and the teacher was like, yo, learn the language and get up out of here. Yeah. He didn't tell nobody to graduate. He said, if you want to graduate, I will help you, but you should learn a programming language. You should leave school, go to that job. Get a job. And he was like, (laughs) make them pay for it if they want you to go back. They probably want. And so that's how it is. But yeah, I mean, HBCUs, we got to do better. Um, Yo, and to my black folks out there, I love y'all, but stop believing everything these people be saying, man. Now, this is what I do want to see because Dion is from that generation where where there's a difference that's given. Mm-hmm. I think I think my age, younger, we don't give that racial difference um, as much anymore. Mm-hmm. The way that Dion showed up and his pressers with you know the scullies on and the beards mm-hmm. and uh, the hoodies. Mm-hmm. Let's see if he does that at Colorado. Mm. That, now, that's what I want to see. That's what I'm going to judge you on because I do not like when we do that. If you show up like this for us, mm-hmm. show up like that for them because that lack of disrespect for yourself, right? Like, yeah. like here's the thing. I'm going to be the same wherever I go, right? Unless there's a dress code, I'm going to be the same wherever I go. Now, look, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 lo- I love draping a good suit across me. Yeah. But if I'm not doing draping a good suit across me things, I ain't, do- ain't going to do it. I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah. I want to see if Dion is going. I that's what I'm looking for this year. That's what I'm going to judge Dion on because if he ain't if he ain't in those pressers handling the people from Colorado the way yeah. he was handling the people in Mississippi. Yeah, well, I'm gonna call, call you out on it. Absolutely, but you already know what time it is. Um, before we get out of here, do you want to go through? Uh, they talking about on Twitter about discrimination. Well, they was talking about discrimination. Then we was going on Twitter to see uh, who the most discriminated oh, people are. Oh goodness, we boy, I can't believe we left that out. All right, so <laughs> polling USA data said, uh-huh. asking Americans who do they think faced the greatest discrimination? Muslims came in first, mm. then blacks, then trans, then LGBT, then Jews, then women, then Christians, uh, whites, and then males are at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, Muslims being a million of the population coming in over 46 million of the population. A uh, bit, bit weird, but, you know, this country is weird. So Yeah, I'm not sh- I wasn't, I don't know if I would. All right, let me ask you. What was you most shocked over? Uh, that, that blacks were behind anything, right? Because this country is literally built in racism. So that yeah. shocked me. Um, them breaking out trans from LGBT. Yeah, that was that that was that was kind of shocking, but that's I knew it was going to happen at some point. Yeah. Um outside of that, that nothing else really really shocked me on that. Whites at 34% might have shocked me. Yeah. Um the only thing that shocked me over this was the fact that y'all separated trans people from the LGBT. That, yeah, that community. that 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 kind of that kind of blew me. And this is from a uh, US uh pollingusa.com if anybody want to pull up the chart. And the only reason why is because it's just like You didn't. You didn't separate nobody else. You didn't show us what black women go through or black men. Yeah, like. Nah. Um, and I'm just going. I'm. I'm using black women as an ex- as an example, so y'all don't kill me. <laughs> um, it makes my point get away quicker because people one community ain't gonna kill that other community. Let me put it <laughs> like that. So the fact that y'all was able to separate was that, and I think it was done by choice because you you easily could have said LGBTQ. Um, and just said sixty four percent. Yeah, yeah. You, but you did, but you didn't. You you, bro- you you broke it out. So why? Um, well, but, what's crazy is though. Oh, let me see. I was, <laughs> I was I just gave Mike a way out. Let's see. The alarming rise <laughs> okay, in hate speech on Twitter since Elon took over. Oh my gosh! Right? So <laughs> we talked about it. So mind you, we talked about that like blacks didn't even come in at the highest level, but the so the the highest jump, um, hate speech against gay men jumped fifty eight percent. Hate speech against Jewish individuals jumped up 61%. And then hate speech against blacks jumped up 202%. Yeah, that's wild, bro. If y'all, like, this is the thing. If y'all don't understand that you are in a fight, right? If you don't understand that you are on a battleground, yeah. You are going to get mowed down. Absolutely. The ideal of being African in this country, it is. 
it let me put it like this. The reason why they did nonviolent protests wasn't to it wasn't to peacefully protest and make them feel sorry and change the laws. The reason why they did nonviolent protests is because racism and hate was so prevalent that they knew that their mere presence would tease out mm. the violence. Think mm. about what I'm saying here. The you just showing up in a space that they didn't invite you in would make them hit you. They knew that, right? Yeah. They didn't they didn't do they didn't they didn't know they knew that they did not have to do anything. Right. Facts. And then they knew that like getting that on camera and TV and film, it would embarrass the powers that be and then other nations would see it. And that mm-hmm. would force America to do something. Understand that that the fact that this this hate speech is going up on Twitter. Right. It's not because blacks are doing anything more. No, nah, it's, it's, it's simply it's simply because well, no one is watching. Absolutely. So we're going to increase it by 200 percent. Absolutely. Understand that in this country, man, like, and this is why I like I shoot black men so much bail is because <laughs> I know what we deal with and what we go through. Right, Facts. I, I know how we have to, you know, tone it down, bring our volume down, you know, to not be seen threatening, and it's just exhausting in this country. Facts, right? And then I know that you know we're also being taught to embrace bastard culture, which is also hurting us even more. There's a reason why I like, yo, I'm, yo, I'm not going to go in. I'm not really going to go in. Right. Yeah. That's why when I talk about Dr. Cosby, respect. When I talk about Dion, respect. When I talk about TJ, you being a hoe, you know, chill the fuck out. Right. But I'm not going to go in and say that you're worse than, than anything else. Now, if you're a simp, I'm going to call you a simp. But outside of that, it's like, yo, I know what we have to deal with in this country. And when you become a father, which is why we created Black Dads Club, it it hits you even harder because you're like, well, damn, now I got to raise a child in this environment. When it was just me, sometimes I didn't care. Yeah. But now yeah. that it's not just me, yeah, I got to care all the time. Facts. Yo, man, I want to thank y'all for tuning in, checking us out. Um, please send this to a couple of people. Join the group. Join the Black Dads uh, space. Join. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Um, hop on YouTube, look us up, and send this and share this with somebody, man. We love having fun. We love hearing from y'all. We love when y'all be talking trash. Um, shout out to Courtney who was in here uh, before we started the pod, and I try to introduce her to Mike, and she goes, "Yeah, I be seeing him. He be talking shit." <laughs> you know, it's super fun, man. But we love it, man. We love to have open conversations with y'all. Um, you got anything else, man? Man, that's all I got, bro. Look and shout out uh, to me who. To spite my whole fantasy football team, I traded somebody, Josh Allen, for Jimmy G, and then Jimmy G, G tears <laughs> his. Why would you trade lit. Josh Allen? For, man, because I, I got. Go. I go. Yeah. Hey man, that's, I did it despite. I did it despite the league, <laughs> because I came in last. What a sore loser. Yeah, you. That's are. how you know I ain't have grow up with no older brothers. Yeah, you um, are. And with that, we are gonna holler at y'all next time. Holler at your boy.